Hey friends, you know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Feeling like I'm ready to crawl out of my skin, irritated by everything and everyone around me. Bouncing between cravings for salty foods and sweets and back again. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl from Happy Mammoth. EstroControl contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a menstruating person's life. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like myself again. That's what people mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Happy Mammoth products, including EstroControl. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CORP, C-O-R-P, at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code C-O-R-P for 15% off today. This is Including You, the new series from Lead at Any Level. Including You features stories from chief diversity officers and other executives who are creating inclusive cultures in their organizations. Our goal is to show what's working in companies just like yours, to give you the tools you need to keep pushing for progress in your own workplace. We want to create belonging and opportunity for everyone, including you. And now here's your host, Amy C. Wanninger. Welcome back to Including You. I'm your host, Amy C. Wanninger, the Inclusion Catalyst. I am so excited about today's conversation because instead of my regular intro of who this person is and what their job is, I'm going to tell you that I, I get to talk today to a very good friend and colleague, Angel Henry. Angel is the founder and CEO of Angel Speaking. She is phenomenal. She has a, a background in IT and leadership and diversity and inclusion. She is out there making things happen in the world with speaking, coaching. She is the author of Dents in the Ceiling. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I usually have it sitting on my desk to hold up, but I put it on my shelf yesterday. It's right there. And she's also an associate consultant for Lead at Any Level, which makes me just so proud and so pleased. Angel, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you because we're going to talk today about agile mindset. But before we get there, can you tell everybody just a little bit about your career journey and what led you into consulting? Absolutely. What led me or how I was pushed in? Okay, we'll get there. No, seriously. Yeah. 20 years in tech, always been in tech. I knew from high school that I wanted to be in IT and I did not one, not two, not three, five summer internships from the moment I graduated high school all the way until grad school, just trying to learn coding and development and kind of get my niche into IT. Uh, I quickly realized that I was not a coder. So I'm thinking, okay, now what? Uh, found business analyst work, which was just opened up a whole new career path for me and then went into project management. So that's how I tell everybody that's how I made my bones. So before we go too far into that, can you explain, because most of the folks that listen to this show don't work in IT, and they may not be familiar with what business analysts are or do, um, and how that's different from project management, for example. 
Absolutely. So business analyst is that fun in between where you're like, you know what? I just need somebody that can speak tech and speak geek and tell them what I want and then have them go tell the the folks to code it up and make it. And that was me. I became bilingual in talking to HR directors, learning and development was where I got my start. I would talk to sales, learning and development leaders, and they'd say, hey, we need an application to quiz our sales reps on. Got it. Okay. Take down requirements and then go speak geek to those to make it happen. But it's so funny now that you brought up that question, it, it made me think, you know what, this has come full circle. Learning and development was where I got my start. That was my love. I was the one creating training courses and launching them for folks around the world to take and then manage the backend systems. And I love that. That was one of my favorite jobs. And then here I am full circle, just on the other end. This podcast, Living Corporate, it's brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website engage with the audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place on your terms. Let me tell you something. Y'all might not know this, but Living Corporate, we started our whole journey on Squarespace. My website, ZacharyNunn.com, it's on Squarespace. I can't tell you how much I appreciate its fluid engine, the ability to create world-class templates and design. It's very intuitive, incredible. We have custom merch through our Squarespace. We have an incredible asset library, so I can always mix it up, switch and swap. It's super dope. And the fact that you can host all types of content, video, audio, all types of media, you can put all on your Squarespace. I can't recommend it enough. If you want to learn more about Squarespace, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So how did you get from that to the consulting world? Yeah. So project management, leading large system upgrades, new systems for, again, folks around the world, and then just made my way up to teaching, training, and coaching. Do y'all see a theme here with this whole learning piece? (laughs) Teaching, training, and coaching other project managers how to lead large implementation projects. And um, along the way, I was introduced to a project management methodology called Agile very different than the way that we had been working up until that point. Agile, highly collaborative, all about bringing everybody together from all different walks of the organization, from finance, HR, IT, any business unit, bringing everybody together and talking about the project and everybody banding together to get it done. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. (laughs) Instead of one or two people running from one team to the other, trying to get work done and playing phone to friend, we were actually all together in in one unified unit and working together to to accomplish something. And when I learned that methodology, it changed, it transformed not only the way that I did work, but how I lived my life. 
So I would use the tenets of agile, the foundation principles, the thought process behind how to get work done. That's, Amy, how I got through the pandemic with managing my daughter and my son's homework. That's how I got through uh, my weight loss journey. That's how I started back swimming again, just by doing little incremental things of saying, hey, I'm going to go and swim 15 laps today, or hey, I'm going to swim 30 minutes today, and then just incrementally notching up a little bit each week. So all of that mindset is how I ended up living my life, and it's it's transformed how I do work, how I talk with people, and it's become intriguing to people say, hey, you know what, we want more of that. How can we get that in our organizations? And hence, that led to consulting. Now, you do a lot of work, not just in agile project management methodology. I know you're an agile coach and you're certified in all of the things, but you also apply this methodology to leadership and specifically to inclusive leadership. And I know you've got a background of being an only or one of very few Black women in the upper echelons of tech in the organizations that you worked in. Where do you see the overlap between agile methodology, agile mindset, and inclusive leadership? Absolutely. I found out is, hey, let's just get a bunch of great people in a room, give them some pizza and a Coke, and let them do their thing. But what I quickly realized is that, oh, wait a second, that medical analyst doesn't talk the same language as the IT person, and the HR person is worried about something completely different than the rest of the group, and oh, we're having communication issues, we're having collaboration issues, okay, let's really dive deep and find out how we can bring folks together. So when you bring people together from all walks of life, multi-generational, some folks are working hybrid, some folks are working um, actually in on site, um, some folks are literally across the world. <laughs> when we talk about multifunctional teams and, and teams from all over, we're, we're spanning every possible layer of identity that you can think of from age to race to ethnicity to culture. Think dispersonality when you think of your leadership style, how you talk and communicate with people. Some folks are very, hey, let's just shoot from the hip and come up with ideas and let's brainstorm. And other folks are like, whoa, wait a minute. Let's not meet until we have a well thought out plan. <laughs> and I don't want to waste our time. So I'm not comfortable with shooting from the hip. When you think about all these different aspects of how people come together and communicate and how they work, it just, the very next thing is, oh my goodness, how do we create an inclusive workspace where everyone is heard, where we bring everyone's strengths to the table so we can get this thing done? And how do you apply the agile principles to that? I know it's getting everybody together, but there's more to it than just pizza and Coke. Yes, yes. Wouldn't it be so simple? No, actually, I tell everybody it it's deceptively simple because I distill it down to four steps. Okay. So one is let's just make a list of all the things that we want to do, period, whatever that might be. So if we're talking about leadership or in the inclusion space, very often organizations have D, E, and I initiatives and project. They have things that they want to get done. They have needles that they want to move when it comes to stats, where we want to include, we want to increase 
our, our candidate pool by X percentage. We want to have so many women in executive leadership. They, there are some very metrics-driven ideas, and they have no idea how to achieve them is what happens. So I say, okay, let's take a step back. Let's list all your objectives. Let's list all the initiatives out there. Now, step two is always the hardest, always the one that we get fought on the most. Prioritize it. Out of all these phenomenal ideas that we have, all these initiatives that we want, all these needles we want to move, what's the priority? And once we have that hard conversation, because there are finite resources, there's only so much amount of time, there's so many people, there's so much dollars that you can put towards an initiative. Once we have the clear priority and everyone knows it and we've communicated it, now the third step is let's get it done. Let's execute and then time box it. Whether that's two weeks, three weeks, I usually tend not to go past four or five, depending on what the initiative is, but, but really four weeks is, is, is as long as we go to say, what can we get done? And I always like to say done with a bow on it. Like it's done. What can we get done in four weeks that will move, that will um, help check something off towards this initiative? And then the one step that everyone likes to glance over and forget, that's the retrospective. That's just a big, simple, fancy term for lessons learned. Let's go back and look at what we did over the last four weeks, what worked well, what didn't, what do we need to change, and then you do it again for another three or four weeks. Living Corporate is brought to you by Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program. It's incredible. Okay, so first off, you didn't know, Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They have fast language acquisition, meaning you're actually going to pick up the language because it's going to provide an immersive experience for you through their program. Speech recognition gives you a trainer for your accent. Convenient, right? You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Incredible value. Lifetime membership has all languages for any and all trips or language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone's offers for 50% off. That's a steal, y'all. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Living Corporate listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today, today. And so I'm seeing how this plays out, even if your job is simply managing people, because we can think about how do we want to develop people? What are the priorities? What are we going to do to make that happen? What did we learn about the effort? And what are we going to do next time? And so it's really just this iterative approach, just a little bit better each time around. And I would imagine that this approach gets underneath or around the perfectionism that a lot of managers have for themselves, but also that they project onto their team members. Is that true? Oh, a thousand percent. One of the, the main tenets, this is all a mind, this is all mindset training. And one of the main tenets is let's prioritize progress over perfection. Easy said, it's all cute with all its alliteration, but when it comes down to the heart of it and actually doing that, oh, you best better believe folks get butterflies in their stomach when they think we're going to release something that is not completely baked. We're going to release something that's a pilot. 
Yes, yes, you are. You're going to try out your idea on actual humans and see if it works. And if it doesn't, we're going to course correct. Because the last thing that we want to do is go all the way down the line and train all of our supervisors on a particular, let's say it's unconscious bias, or let's say it's um, gender stereotypes, when that wasn't even really the issue, <laughs> where we've missed the mark. You and I both know how many times have we gone into organizations where we're cleaning up because they have decided for their people what they think needs to be done, what they think the issue is, the problem is, and therefore we've got the solution. We're going to train everybody on unconscious bias. We're going to get rid of bias for all of our supervisors. And then they come knock on our door and say, yeah, that year-long training that we didn't quite work, we're still having the same issue. Yeah. Or worse, that lunch and learn that we didn't change our culture. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Not going to probably move the needle on bias in 90 minutes. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so Angel, I'm fascinated with this, but I want to switch gears just a little bit because I did take just a moment to grab your book. And I want to talk oh. about this book, Dents in the Ceiling, because I don't think I've promoted it on this show yet, but I want to give you a chance to talk about what the book is and who it's for. And then we'll talk a little bit about what's in it. Okay. The book, Dents in the Ceiling, Tools Women and Allies Need to Break Through, is essentially my story, my journey in corporate America, along with 30 other African-American women from coast to coast across multi-generations. I tell everybody one of the coolest ladies that I got to interview was um, a woman who was, I think, just shy, maybe one or two years away from retiring from NASA. And this was right after the movie Hidden Figures had hit um, the movie theaters. And so I thought along with everybody else that, well, NASA has come so far and they're so much more progressive now. And she's, honey, I'm still here. And let me tell you, we still got issues. Uh, so it's it helps to validate women's experiences, but it's really also for allies too. Those that are of, of the majority seat, whether that's around their your age, your ethnicity, your gender, and you're sitting in a power in a, in a place where you have some authority and accountability to make change and to help others. And it helps to bring awareness and awakening that, oh, wait, not everything in this organization is based off of meritocracy, which means not everything is equal for everyone. We do have some inequities in how we hire, how we promote, who we sponsor, who gets a part of the network, the special networking program that we have, who's invited to the, the special behind the scenes networking that happens at the, the Christmas party, all of the kind of those unwritten rules, who really is benefiting from those. And the book is seeks to uh, help bring some awareness and some awakening to those that otherwise, honestly, would not know. Yeah, it does two things really well. One is it's the storytelling that creates empathy and awareness, but it's also got a lot of really practical steps that allies and aspiring allies can take. So they're not left wondering, what do I do with these feelings I'm having all of a sudden? You actually say, okay, now take these feelings and go do things with that. Yeah. I want to shift folks from being allies to active allies. Nothing's going to change unless we put some action behind it. And, and the best example, actually, Amy, just happened literally about two weeks ago 
where I was talking to another learning and development organization here, right here in the Indianapolis area. The lady, she happened to be uh, a Caucasian female. She heard that I was putting together a mastermind, particularly for women and women of color, because as our friend Julie Kratz would say, a lot of women are being pushed off that glass ceiling these days with being with being affected by reallocations, realignments, layoffs, et cetera. Uh, a lot of women at these higher level positions are being squeezed out. And so having that sponsorship and having that, that, that group, that support, real support is needed. And when she heard that was the case, she's okay, how do I help? And actually wrote the check to support women in registering for the mastermind. That is that's active allyship. Like I hear an inequity, I hear something is not being, is disproportionately affecting one group of people. Okay, I'm going to do something about it. That's phenomenal. And so sponsoring other women into your program to help them get the support that they need to cope with the changes that are disproportionately negatively impacting them. I think them exactly. That is incredible. And I hope more step up because it is so important. So I'm really glad to hear that story. And I'm really glad um, to have had you on the show today, Angel. Thank you so much for sharing your insights on Agile Mindset and just the wealth and breadth of your work and your expertise with our audience. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I'm just out here trying to create more agile mindset folks. So those that are in the organizations and they're looking at their middle management and they're thinking, you know what, we probably need to do something different in terms of our training and development. Let's shake it up. Let's be innovative. That's where we come in. That's where agile mindset comes in. And I forgot to ask, where can folks find you other than in the show notes, which I will send them all the links in the show notes. Where can people find you if they're listening right now? I literally, unfortunately, it's embarrassing, Amy, but I live, eat, sleep, LinkedIn. (laughs) I wake up and I turn over and it's right there. It's on my phone and I press the app and I'm off into the races. So if you're looking for me, I am absolutely on LinkedIn at The Agile Enthusiast. Excellent. We'll make sure to include that in our show notes as well. Angel Henry, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow Lead at any level on LinkedIn and YouTube. Then join us for Including You video simulcast every Thursday at noon Eastern. Including You can also be enjoyed each week as part of the Living Corporate Audio Podcast Series, available on all major podcast platforms. Learn more at living-corporate.com. Including You is brought to you in part by Lead at Any Level, a boutique training and consulting firm improving employee engagement and retention for companies that promote from within. Lead at Any Level. Leaders can be anywhere and should be everywhere. Learn more at leadatanylevel.com. Lead at Any Level and its logo are registered trademarks of Lead at Any Level LLC. The views and opinions of guests on our show do not necessarily reflect the positions of Lead at Any Level, Living Corporate, or the sponsors of Including You. That's it for this week's edition of Including You. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to review us or leave a comment so others can find us as well. Be sure to join me next week when my guest will be Sarah Morgan from Health New England.